the Pittsburgh Pirates defeat the Los Angeles Dodgers two games out of three to move to 18 and eight. The first time they've been 10 games over 500 since 2015. I wonder if anything big happened that year. We'll talk about it all and more on today's episode of Locked On Pirates. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to that Pirates podcast, everybody. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every single day. And you guys are probably asking a question in your head, and it's the same question I have in my head. At what point do we stop considering this a good start? And at what point do we start considering this a good baseball team? Because the Pittsburgh Pirates had their wins uh, taken out of the sails a little bit on Tuesday night after they took that 8-7 to loss to the L.A. Dodgers in a game where they led 7-2. to um, They come back on Wednesday night. Rwanzi pitches well. The team plays well. They get the victory. Drew Maggi gets his first at-bat at the major league level. We'll talk about that a lot more in the second segment. And then they come out today on Thursday, and Mitch Keller just ripped through that L.A. lineup for the most part, outside of that first inning. And the bats were there again. And the Pittsburgh Pirates win two out of three here against L.A. Atina just won 111 games last year. Now, mind you, this was not the Dodgers at full strength. They were missing Max Muncie. They were missing Bruce Dargratterall. They were missing a lot of guys. But they have now won... Seven of the last eight games against the L.A. Dodgers dating back to last year. We remember last year. They defeated the Dodgers in L.A. for a sweep. They beat the Dodgers two out of three in Pittsburgh last season. So they're continuing something that they did last year. They're 18 and eight, folks. Again, at what point do we stop considering this just a good start? And take it for what it is as just watching good baseball. Because this team is just playing phenomenal baseball. Some notes from today. Mitch Keller had 10 strikeouts. He hit a career high on looked-at strikeouts, on uh, strikeouts without a swing. Um, Andrew McCutcheon had another good day. He was 2-for-4 today with one RBI. G1, uh, or not G1 Bay, Connor Joe had two RBIs today. Rodolfo Castro had two RBIs today. They had those two very big back-to-back home runs in the sixth inning today that I thought were very important for this uh, Pirates team. One, from the standpoint of that the offenses just were very quiet after that first inning, obviously. Three to two was the uh, first inning total there for Pittsburgh. But those three runs in the sixth inning gave the Pirates some much-needed insurance that I felt that they needed going down the stretch of this game just because... I felt like the Dodgers were just going to explode at some point and put a crooked number on the board. That never happened. Then the bullpen comes in for Keller. Uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr., Jose Hernandez, and David Bednar combined for a perfect nine innings. No hits allowed. Each of them had a strikeout to their name. And you really just have to be happy about how everything is looking with this team because you look at one area of this where the offense has been showing up. You look at the other areas where – Starting pitching has done perfectly fine. 
relief pitching has done relatively well outside of some of the uh, blow-up innings that we've seen most recently from Colin Holderman on Tuesday night. But the Pittsburgh Pirates are just taking advantage of what they have at their disposal. Carlos Santana has played well. He brought his average up uh, yesterday, I believe, to the 280s. I'd have to go back and look at that. But then Andrew McCutcheon's batting 272 right now and making very good at-bats happen. He is making a lot of good things happen for this team. He's not just here, folks, to retire. He is here to win. He states that all the time. He wants to go into the clubhouse and win. And then, of course, on yesterday's episode, we talked about Brian Reynolds being extended. He was big in this game, too. He had an RBI and brought his average above 300. I mean, let's just look at the averages for this Pirates offense that was in the lineup today that, to be honest, obviously was not their strongest lineup in the world. 280, 301, 272, 304, 279, 276, 290, 254 from a G1 Bay pinch runner. Drew Maggi obviously has a zero. Hayes was a pinch hitter with a 229 and Hedges at 171. If I would have said that to you last year, you guys would have looked at me like I was crazy. This offense has gotten a lot better, and I, I know we hate to say it, but we have to credit Andy Haynes here. Andy Haynes has found something among some of these guys. You've seen the new-look approach from Jack Sawinski, who had that check swing single today. He has a new-look approach. He's hitting the baseball a lot better. You look at the adjustments that we've seen from Key Brian Hayes. He's getting more elevation on the baseball when he's batting leadoff. A lot of times he's getting those doubles. He's getting triples. He's getting on base from the leadoff spot, and everything else is just following. And then you look at guys like Connor Joe, who's kind of a reclamation project, even though he's already about to be 30 years old. You look at this guy, and he was not doing that well over the course of his career despite being drafted by this team, and he bring, they bring him back, and he's otherwise been very good. And on top of that, he's a guy that's getting chance in the ballpark right now. And then starting pitching, Oscar Marine right now, I don't know what Oscar Marine has been doing over the last like year and change, but he has found something in Mitch Keller and if you guys remember last year, I spoke about Oscar Marine's job security and that Mitch Keller was instrumental in his job security. Yeah, was it nice for him to turn Tyler Anderson back to the Tyler Anderson of old and Jose Quintana to the Jose Quintana of old and now even Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez to quality starting pitchers in this rotation? Yeah, it's nice, but then you have to start seeing what you're going to actually have here for quite some time. And you saw it today with Mitch Keller. Six innings pitched, 10 strikeouts, two earned runs, and only one walk to his credit, bringing his ERA down to a 3-5-3. Mitch Keller has been on fire, folks, and his whole pitching staff has been for the most part. Johan Oviedo has looked good. Um, Rich Hill has looked good uh, outside of a few bad starts that he had at the beginning of the month. Uh, Vince Velasquez has looked awesome. Um, Rowanzi Contreras has picked it up after that first bad start that he had. The Pirates are just buzzing right now, and we need to just accept that this team is playing good baseball right now. They just are, and the record is showing it. They're 18-8 and eight right now, and it's something noteworthy to talk about that this team is the top, not only the NL Central, but the National League, and with the Washington Nationals, on the schedule for the weekend, a team that most Pirates fans, including myself, will look at and say, this is a team that the Pirates should beat. I mean, how do you not look at that and say you want to at least take two of three for Washington and you could end up with 20 wins at the end of April? 
That is absolutely nuts to think about from a Pirates perspective of what we've seen over the last three years. But maybe Ben Charrington was planning this all along. Before we talk about the wonderful story that is Drew Maggi and a couple more things from this series, I want to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at eBay Motors. eBay Motors can build your vision part by part at ebaymotors.com. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to United States customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On tomorrow's episode, it does seem like Ryan Cleary and myself will be doing a nice little crossover to take a look at the Washington Nationals and Pittsburgh Pirates series ahead for the weekend. Of course, on Monday, myself and Gary Morgan will be doing Gary Morgan Monday, talking about the whole month of April, what we've seen so far, what we've liked, some things we'd like the Pirates to touch up on, how the month of May will go for the Pittsburgh Pirates and more. But on top of the Pirates' good play so far and what we've seen, especially recently with them winning now nine of their last ten games, and it's nuts. They, they've just been very good. Drew Maggi came up on Sunday um, as Brian Reynolds headed to the bereavement list. And it was nice. It was nice to see a guy like Drew Maggi who's had over 1,000 games in the minor league level. He's done all kinds of stuff. He's 33 years old. He finally gets a call up to Pittsburgh. Now, mind you, he was on the taxi squad for the Minnesota Twins in 2020, but obviously did not get to play. And he got his first at-bat on Wednesday night when the Pirates were up 8-0, or uh, 8-1, sorry. It was very nice to see that Drew Maggi got that opportunity. And even though he didn't get a hit, it was just something that baseball needs to focus on more. It's something that baseball lacks a lot of is taking advantage of these stories that you don't otherwise hear um, that often in terms of a guy like Drew Maggi or like what we've seen from Liam Hendricks coming back from cancer and all these other things. And this is also something that you don't see very often in baseball where a 33-year-old like Drew Maggi comes up for the first time in his career and gets his first major league at bat. And a lot of us were wondering if it was going to happen. Derek Shelton spoke about it and said, yeah, it's a cool thing. I hope we get it to happen, but I'm not going to make the lineup around it, which I found very ironic because he got the start on Thursday against the L.A. Dodgers and didn't pick up a hit in that game either. Um, but, I mean, he was left on – he left one on base. And there's something that you can't take away from Drew Maggi here. You can't take away from Drew Maggi that he is a Major League Baseball player. He has an MLB report card 
on MLB.com. He now has stats on baseball reference. You could get a Drew Maggi collectible trading card, and it will say that he's 0 for 4 on his MLB career. He'll have a bio. He'll have all that cool stuff. And again, it's something that Major League Baseball needs to focus on more. One of the biggest gripes that I've ever had about baseball is that they do not market themselves. They just don't. And this was perfectly perfectly marketed by the Pittsburgh Pirates. I mean, they made everything about him when he came up. They followed his journey uh, from Double A Altoona with the video of him getting called up was awesome, where he said the F word like three times. And then they followed him everywhere in the clubhouse when he got here. The team welcomed him with open arms. Andrew McCutcheon, Carlos Santana, a lot of the veterans on the roster wanted him to get the opportunity to get in that bat. His parents travel all the way from Arizona for the entire series to see him play. It's just a phenomenal story. And it was something that was very nice. Now, him getting the start today, I was like, okay, this is kind of getting a little too far. But now Drew Maggi has done a lot of things for himself. He's fielded a ground ball for an out in a Major League Baseball game. He's taken an at-bat in an MLB Baseball game. And more importantly, he's appeared in a Major League Baseball game. And it is one of the best early storylines of the year. Seeing a guy like Drew Maggi at the age of 33 having all these minor league games, all this minor league experience, all these minor league at-bats and statistics that he now can etch himself in history as a Major League Baseball player moving forward. Now... To change tone a little bit, yeah, Todd Tomchik had some uh, some bad news for Pirates fans today in terms of some health concerns that we kind of knew about already, um, but I didn't expect it to hit as hard as it did. Uh, you guys know that we've had Mike Burrows on the podcast, and it was a very nice uh, interview that we had with Mike Burrows not too long ago. But we are not going to see Mike Burrows for quite some time. And it is very unfortunate. Um, I believe he's having reconstructive surgery on, uh, let me find the exact, let me see if I can find the exact uh, verbiage here from the team as I'm doing this. Gotta love podcasting, right? Uh, He's having reconstructive UCL surgery. So the team anticipates a return to action and 14 to 16 months. That's from Justice De Los Santos of MLB.com. And on top of the JT Brubaker injury, the the pitching injuries are proving something that I've always thought about Major League Baseball is that you can never have enough pitchers. JT Brubaker was going to be instrumental in the rotation the Pittsburgh Pirates were going to start the season with. He's out for 14 to 16 months. A lot of people penned. Mike Burrows in the same light that they penned Osvaldo Bido and Luis Ortiz and Quinn Priester, that he would be one of those guys that we would probably see come up in 2023 when the rotation would change a little bit um, if Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez were to be moved or moved to different spots on the team or go on the injured list. So that that takes Mike Burrows out of this completely for a while. But if there's something that I trust and from my interview for Mike Burrows and what I hear people say about the kid and a bunch of other things is that not only does the kid know how to pitch, but he has the confidence to pitch too. And he has the confidence to back himself up. 
I think he's going to come back stronger than ever. He's very young still, so that works in his favor. And he still has his whole career ahead of him. And if you're a Mike Burroughs fan, or if you're just a fan of this team and want to see good pitching, you'd want this to happen now rather than when he's in his prime here in the rotation in Pittsburgh. And that's unfortunate to say, um, but I'm wishing you a speedy recovery. Mike Burroughs, I really do hope that you're a staple in this rotation for years to come, and I hope you have a speedy recovery from your UCL uh, surgery. Uh, on top of the injured news, uh, O'Neill Cruz uh, was back at PNC Park today in a walking boot. Of course, he was still all smiles, all uh, everything that we know from O'Neill Cruz. Nothing changed. Um, and it was nice to see that. Obviously, O'Neill Cruz will be back at some point this year. He'll probably be given rehab, I'd say, in about two months. So that's something that we could be um, expecting soon. Uh, but then we move to some very important injury news that a, that has come to almost create a Twitter war uh, that I won't talk about. But um, there was some good news and bad news, and this is from Kevin Gorman just to kind of encapsulate everything. Uh, good news and bad news for Pirates prospects on the medical front. Right-hand pitcher Mike Burrows underwent Tommy John surgery yesterday, but catcher Andy Rodriguez with a right forearm injury received encouraging news and should be back as the DH soon. So Andy Rodriguez is kind of the prospect that we all want to see this year. He's the guy that you can compare O'Neill Cruz to in 2022, where you really want to see Andy Rodriguez be in a Pirates uniform in 2023. Now, this injury sets him back a little bit. Uh, there's the possibility of him not being able to throw uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, that came um, from Alex Stumpf. Uh, Rob from the uh, Athletic also said he could be able to DH in a few days, but catching will take a bit longer to happen. So that's kind of annoying. But Eddie Rodriguez, of course, you know, he's the guy you want to see a catcher this year. Henry Davis, by the way has also been playing very, very good baseball at AA Altoona. But for Andy Rodriguez, the big thing is you want to make sure he's healthy. You want to make sure he has a longstanding career. You don't want to re-aggravate anything. So I wouldn't rush it if I was Pittsburgh because I don't see any real need to. Austin Hedges has revitalized this uh, pitching staff that really needed it. Jason DeLay has been a fine option at backup catcher. But with Tyler Heineman, being designated for assignment, that did kind of rub me the wrong way in case there is a hedges or a delay injury because then you're getting real, real thin on who you bring up a catcher. But we'll see what the Pirates decide to do. But that's your injury medical news. And Drew Maggi, again, sir, congratulations on becoming a major leader. Not too many people can say it. Not too many people live it. And it was storybook and movie-like what we got to see from Drew Maggi on Thursday and before we get into one of my better parts of this episode, where I get to talk about one of my favorite parts of baseball, we're going to talk about better health. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. You know, myself, uh, I actually am leaving uh, the job that I have outside of here on in a couple weeks, so I'm going to be having to find a new job. I'm also moving from this house to another house in Savannah 
in a couple of weeks as well. And I get a very anxious. I'm a very anxious guy. I like to talk things out what I, maybe they shouldn't be talked out. But, you know, we're always growing and changing. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. And BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MLB. If you're listening to this before 8 p.m. Eastern time, go check out Christopher Carter over at Locked On Steelers. He'll have all of your Pittsburgh Steelers draft coverage as the Pittsburgh Steelers are slated to pick at 17 for now. But we'll have to wait and see what the Pittsburgh Steelers decide to do tonight. But again, your Pittsburgh Pirates right now, they have the best record in the National League. They're 18 and 8. There's lots of things you could point to about this team and what they've done well to get to that point. But right now, man, the small ball work of this team has been chef's kiss. It has been just perfect what we've seen small ball-wise from this Pittsburgh Pirates team. And I'm talking about sacrifice bunting has been brought back to this team, and it's something that's worked very well. Bunting in general with the likes of Tucapita Marcano, G1 Bay, and others contributing to that has been very good as well. Then you look at once you get on base and this Pirates team, my God, they get on base and it's crazy. It's just, it's just nuts what they're able to do when they get on base. And right now the Pittsburgh Pirates have just been nuts. They've been a nuts team. Um, Right now, they lead the league in stolen bases. That That's the biggest thing that you could say right now. At 37, and may I add to you, the month isn't over. They still have three more games in the month of April to add to that total. And they probably will. And Jiwon Bay, anytime he gets on base, I'll quote my dad here. My dad called me after the game today and said, um, and Jiwon Bay didn't play today, obviously, but... He said, uh, after watching this series, that if any time Jiwon Bay is on first base, they better steal. That's exactly what he said. They steal. And right now, they have 37 stolen bases. The next closest team right now to that, the Cleveland Guardians at 31. Right now, the Pirates have more combined stolen bases than the Minnesota Twins, the Colorado Rockies, the Los Angeles Angels, and the Boston Red Sox. Combined. That is nuts. I mean, after Cleveland, the next closest team stolen base-wise are Baltimore and Oakland. That is how good the Pirates have been stealing bases right now. And you look at triples, which isn't small ball, but the Pirates are seventh or, or first right now with seven triples tied with Philadelphia and Arizona. They've done a very good job at getting on base via the free pass. They're seventh in base on balls right now, hitting right now. It's just been stuff that we're seeing that's little things from this team 
that are winning them baseball games, stealing that occasional base to get the second to not ground into the inning-ending double play, bunting to get on base and using your speed, taking advantage of that speed on the base pass when you hit a ball in the gap and turning a double into a triple. It's just the small things that the Pirates keep doing right now that are making them a good baseball team. You're looking at the pitching. One of the bigger emphasis that Oscar Marine and the pitching staff had for the starting pitchers and even the relief pitchers going from spring training to the regular season was pounding the zone, putting balls in play. I did have some things to say about the defense yesterday on yesterday's show, but when you have a guy like Key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds and Jack Sawinski, who's had a great defensive play in this series, you take advantage of these things. You make these things work for you. And if you can continue to use the small things to your advantage, do it. It's what wins baseball games. Some of these stolen bases could very well be the difference between the Pirates scoring runs and not scoring runs. Some of these sacrifice bunts could be the difference between grounding into a double play or not grounding into a double play. It's the little things that the Pirates are doing right now that are just working for them. And one of the bigger things in baseball, as we all know this, is trends. Sometimes you have win streaks. Sometimes you have losing streaks. Sometimes you're hitting the baseball well. Sometimes you're not. But if the Pirates can continue to play small ball and keep the small things the small things and do them well, the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to be doing just fine. But if my one big takeaway from all this has to be this, the Pittsburgh Pirates Nobody expected this after O'Neill Cruz went down. Nobody expected G-Man uh, G Choi to be on the injured list. Mike Burrows is out for 14 to 16 months. JT Brubaker is out for the, just that amount of time. And E. Rodriguez is hurt right now. But the Pirates have real contributors on this team that are making them a complete baseball team. And I think that's genuinely what scares Pirates fans, including myself, is we just haven't seen a complete baseball team on the field in quite some time. Are we seeing it right now? Hell yes, we are. Is it sustainable? We still don't know. But if they're in the same position on this day in May, if they're on this right now on May 27th, uh, May 27th, if they are in this exact same spot, you really have to expect the mood to change amongst Pittsburgh Pirates fans. My name is Ethan Smith of the Locked On Pirates podcast. You guys are the best ever. You're the best listeners. You're the best engagers, likers, subscribers, commenters that a podcast host could ask for. And I couldn't ask for anybody else. Again, on tomorrow's show, I'm sure we're going to have Ryan Clary of Locked On Nationals on to talk about the weekend series. On Monday, we're going to have Gary Morgan talking about the entire month of April and taking a look at the weekend month ahead of May. All of that and more coming to you on the Lockdown Pirates podcast. But my name is Ethan Smith, your host of that Lockdown Pirates podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Pittsburgh Pirates every single day. See you on the flip side and see you tomorrow.